Hello, 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 Mask Off Crown Honors. I'm your host, Kiana D, and this is another episode of Mask Off Crowns On. Today, we are diving deep into the topic of mental health, but not just mental health for on a everybody, everyday basis, but for our educators. We want to talk about everything that they go through, tips and tools to help them to cope and to heal and to be the best educator that we all can be. And again, how it affects not only the classroom, but the families that we serve. So stay tuned as we talk about empowering educators, nurturing teachers' mental health. Welcome back, welcome back. And as I stated before, we are talking about empowering educators and how our mental health is doing. As we know here in America, we have an an all-time high of teacher shortages. There are classrooms that are being mismanaged, unmanaged, not managed, (laughs) um, simply because there are not enough teachers to fill the positions. The number one cause of this is, again, teacher mental health and or burnout. Teachers are getting tired of not being supported enough when trying to manage classrooms and classroom behaviors, constant curriculum changes, the different student needs that you always have to put above your own, again, administrative changes, state changes, parent relations, all of this every day a teacher again tries to go through while just simply trying to help educate the next generation i for one am a teacher i have been teaching for over 10 years and the state of our education and how it has changed in the managing of again definitely classroom behaviors is astonishing And as we try to find the balance of um, respecting the students' mental health and their boundaries while maintaining, again, a level of authority in the classroom. And I was very careful about saying that word because, especially in my classroom, I never wanted to feel like a dictatorship. Instead of, you know, it should feel like a partnership. We are partnering in your child's education but it must be an equal partnership. And so, again, those calls that's a cause for frustration. And so, as we see those unseen struggles, then it goes into the ripple effect and how it affects the classroom. When teachers are not at that their all-time high, the classroom is not happy. The students feel it. The flow of the classroom is disorganized and poorly time, um, poor time management. And again, I'm even speaking on that from firsthand experience when you're just tired and you burn out and you don't even know if you want to do it anymore. And you, you get those moments because again, the pressures that are surrounding you sometimes become, can become too great. Stats and research show the importance of prioritizing teacher well-being for better educational outcomes. Again, if you want 
you you yourself as an educator to be able to go back to going the full mile and and doing the extra distance of trying to engage with your students and make it interesting and and a fun loving environment then you yourself have to get to a fun loving environmental place You yourself have to come in with the energy of starting off the day well. um, Again, really trying to engage your students. Not saying it's always going. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Lord, I know sometimes you can go in there with the best intentions. And again, your classroom will still have its challenges. That part I know. But if we can do our part to feel, again, the best that we can, that's going to affect the flow and the management of our classrooms. So on top of all of that, we're trying to be resilient in it all, right? We're trying to figure out, okay, so how do I not take this stress from the classroom and not take it home to my husband, my wife, my kids, um, et cetera, and so forth? And me still being single and not even having children yet, I often even tell myself, I'm like, I don't know if I can have kids and still be a teacher. Because again, that pressure sometimes like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to even have to deal with somebody else claiming me, calling me, you know, needing something from me just because of the needs and the demands that are on your time, that are on your mind, that are on your body, on your soul you know, all throughout the day, because again, constantly somebody needs you, whether it's your students, whether it's um, administration, whether it's another teacher, another staff member, somebody is always pulling and tugging at you, whether it's a parent asking you questions. And so it's just like, whoo, by the time you've answered everybody else's question and put out the fires here and there, and you've had your superhero warrior moment, you literally just want to come home, turn everything off and just be. And guess what? You deserve that. You absolutely deserve that. I know me, a part of my routine of, again, self-care and just becoming more and more aligned with who I am. When I get home, even if I have papers to grade or whatever the case may be, I'm giving myself an hour to unwind, to not communicate, to not need or be needed and I will you know still invest this in my life even once I'm at a state with children unless they're toddlers or you know at that stage where they of course definitely need me then no when mommy gets home I need one full hour I'm gonna put on a timer when that hour is up we all can come together for dinner or whatever the case may be because I love to cook so that I can cook and still feed my family and da 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 while still having my hour of rest, you know? So again, that just goes off of your needs. But that's just one small tool or tip to help you in this resilience journey of staying active and staying with these kids who desperately need us. We are desperately needed in the educational field, again, because the amount of teachers that are leaving at a rapid pace due to low um low pay again high stress high demand high need but yet the the payout other than the spiritual payout the joy of you know knowing you've helped the child and helped the student and let's just be honest even after some time in the game that starts to wear a little thin too (laughs) 
be like, well, you know, I think I done put enough good into the world. I've, you know, invested enough into enough, uh, you know, children to to say I've, I've done my job, right? Because, <laughs> again, you just get tired. Your, your body, your mind, your soul, because it's a lot. And, again, the majority of us, we wear it well. And a lot of us, we see the effects in the news, in the media. I just heard a story earlier this week where unfortunately an elder teacher got arrested on the job because she was caught drinking on the job and again that's just because she's trying to keep her sanity no I'm not saying it's right that she should have been drinking on the job but it was what it was and she felt like she needed what she needed but again by us taking care of our mental and spiritual health outside of the workplace it helps us not to make decisions like that um, even when I was young in my career, I almost got, uh, could have easily ended my career in education um, because one of my kindergarten students was giving me, ooh, a handful, a handful. And I had went old school real quick because he was running from me on the playground. And I went and I grabbed that little ear and I pulled him in the classroom. You know, it didn't go beyond that, of course, but even that little moment, could have jeopardized my whole career. Of course, they did an investigation, you know, all of that good stuff found that I, you know, had done the child no harm and all was well. But just because of the fact that, again, I let the pressure of the moment and the time get to me, I lost sight of what was really important. And that was, A, to maintain my freedom and my sanity. <laughs> so from that moment on, I learned to, if I have to, I'm just going to sit back if I have to call a resource officer, if I have to let the child kick, scream, whatever, until someone can help or till that moment dies down, then that's what I'm going to do. Because, again, I have to protect me. And especially as a teacher nowadays in 2023 where things are so sensitive and parents are so quick to blame, you know, teachers. It was a, it was a time, in a, in, you know, it was a time, especially when I was growing up, where the parents would, you know, talk to the teacher first. What did my child do? You know, how can I help you as the teacher? Whereas now, the teachers are all are kind of being, it's like combat mode these days. Some, not all parents, of course, and this, trust me, there are some amazing parents that are still working with their children and being there. But for some of us who are in schools where that's not the majority and we are being attacked, because, oh, you're supposed to be the teacher and you do and, you know, and it's attitude and, again, extra frustration on top of the day, it gets taxing. So make sure you have your stress management, stress management tools, whether you meditate, listen to YouTube videos, play your favorite songs during the day. Because even during, even during the day when I'm taking a restroom break. I will pause, put my little headbuds in, listen to a song that'll get my energy back right. Again, to keep me at my most happy, my most stable, my most joyous during the day. Don't forget to, you can journal. Even again, if you need to five minute journal while you're at lunch to get some of the frustrations out. Or when you get home or early in the morning, find a way to get the frustrations out. Do not carry the stress load from day to day to day. And by one one major way to do that is by giving yourself grace. 
I repeat, giving yourself grace. You are powerful, yes. You are amazing, absolutely. But can you do it all? No, you cannot. Trust source, trust God to know that everything that you are planting and that you are trying to instill in your students, in these children, in the kids, in the faculty, and the other staff members, that is all going to be done. So if you don't get to a certain part of the lesson, it's okay. Just test them on what you, what you were able to get through, okay? Don't test them on the stuff that you wasn't able to, to master with them. It's okay. Just master what you can and move on to the next chapter. Now, I'm going to take a quick break. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about fostering a supportive school culture. And then we're going to end it out. So stay tuned. All right, all right. As we get ready to end it, like I said, we're going to talk about fostering a supportive school culture. But before we do, I want to give you some more self-care tips, especially again for our educators. I want you to make sure to have your mindfulness moments. Again, especially during the course of our day, we can go from happy to almost depressed, depending on what kind of day it was and what kind of different behaviors you have to manage in your classroom, right? So when you, again, go on your lunch break or your kids are at specials, take the time to journal, listen to music, take a quick walk outside, Make you some hot tea, coffee, if that's your beverage. Anything you would like to do, again, just for five, 10 minutes to get your mind off of the day, off of the classroom, off of grades, off of everything that's on our mind, and just take time for you, only for you. Secondly, make sure you are maintaining your boundaries. Make sure you are maintaining a work-life boundary. Again, if you are the type to bring work home with you, give yourself a limit. Like I said, when I come home, first of all, before I even start, I'm giving myself an hour to rest. From, again, we've been at work eight, nine hours, depending on what time you get from your school and what time you leave. Take that break. From there, if I have papers to grade, I'm still only giving myself an hour to an hour and a half tops to work on anything outside of, again, just being with my family and being able to enjoy, you know, that time. So make sure you are setting clear work-life boundaries to help you prevent work um, burnout, excuse me. And then make sure you have a great peer support system. Lean on your fellow teachers. Sometimes your your uh, parents may not understand. Your husband may not understand. You know, your friends and family may not understand because they're not in education. So lean on your sisters and brothers who are in education, who knows what you're going through on a daily basis and use them for a great deal of support, especially when you're on campus, you know, throughout the day. So building connections with your fellow teachers. And lastly, 
make sure you maintain your spiritual health and or connection with God. That is the only thing that keeps me on a day-to-day-to-day basis. Um, Last year, I was a uh, before and after care director, so which means I was there before everyone, you know, got to the school at 6.30, well to, you know, after 6 p.m. in the evening. Then I would teach in between before and after care. And all the teachers who were around me all, was asking me, you know, all the time, how do you do it? How did you manage? I can't believe you did that. Da, 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 da. First of all, you have to do what you need to do in order to make sure you're feeding yourself, your family, da, 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 right? Second of all, like I said, my God is my supreme everything. So even when I am at my lowest, that's who I turn to. And that's the only being that gives me the strength to get up and do it all over again. So if you have that connection, then I know you understand as well. If you do not I certainly encourage you to find some type of spiritual connection. I'm not talking about finding a religion. Find God. Find God, period. However you find him, whatever path he's leading you on, I support it. But just find God. Again, now, had to put that in there. (laughs) Now, let's talk about fostering those supportive school cultures. So, one thing that I believe would definitely be helpful is for uh, administrators to offer more professional development support throughout the school year, you know, so teachers won't have to find their own PDs, you know, uh, during the course of the year. Giving uh, staff regular check-ins other than just checking on the classroom. Actually check in on the person as a whole. You know, um, again, we work with each other all day, every day. But how often do we really just say, hey, how are you doing really? Do you need me to pray for anything? Do you need a hug? Are you okay? You know, and just really being there for each other, especially if we were to receive that from our administrator like those type of things go a long way in feeling need needed and seen at no matter what company school you know that you are working for um definitely regular recognition i don't care if it's a five dollar you know free coffee or tea you know every blue moon or something you know just an extra hey thank you for being for doing all that you do you know, and again, vice versa from teachers to administrators because we all do so much. I know I talked a lot about from a teacher standpoint because I am one. However, the same pressures that a teacher feels, the administrators, administrators feel it as well, if not more so depending on the type of school you're at because they're dealing with upper level heads, school districts, da, 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 da while trying to maintain everyone in the school. Again, cafeteria staff, resource officers, we're all feeling the pressures of being in the educational system. And honestly, the pressures will not change, ladies and gentlemen. They're honestly going to get harder and harder, I I foresee it, throughout the next coming years. Because again, as teachers leave left and right, uh, who's going to stand in the gap? 
How are the how are the classrooms going to be filled? How is education going to be done? And these are the questions and answers and, you know, the problems that we're solving in this 2023 and, you know, beyond. But we all need recognition. We all need support. We all need to, again, feel like it's not just a rat race. Got to get the kids ready. 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 And we're, you know, we're feeling like um, the little engine that could trying to, you know, make it up, up that hill every year. And we do. And when we get there, we celebrate. And by the time summer comes, we all do. You know, we made it, you know, high five and all. And so I encourage you. I encourage you. Make sure you have your self-care routine. Make sure you are taking care of you as an educator and just continue to do your best, guys. You guys are amazing. I, for one, am proud to be an educator, even with all the stresses that it comes with. And we truly are superheroes, guys. So keep going out there, doing your best for you, your students, your schools, your communities, and know that you are loved. And whatever you're doing in that classroom, you're doing a great job. Hey guys, I certainly hope you have enjoyed this episode and that it has served as a reminder of the essential roles that teachers play and the importance of supporting their mental health. Remember, a healthy teacher nurtures a healthy learning environment. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mask Off Crowns On. Remember, you can follow me at Mask Off Crowns On on Instagram and Facebook. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Have a great week. Love you.